2: Welcome to the Chai and Chat series with Krishnadas on the Pilgrim Heart podcasts of the Be Here Now Network. In this series, over a cup of chai, Krishnadas chats with seekers to answer a question of their choice relating to the path of life. Chai and Chat series is an offering of the Kirtanwala Foundation. The foundation is dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba, a great spiritual teacher of India. More information can be found at kirtanwalafoundation.org, K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H-foundation.org. If you are interested in supporting this podcast, please visit beherenownetwork.com.
3: Hi. So what do we want to talk about? What's up? I really wanted to talk to you about fear, and um, specifically I wanted to talk about how the practice of chanting helps to transform fear, I mm-hmm. okay. just wanted to see what your experience has been with that. And Very fearful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And you?
0: My question's about doubt.
3: Doubt. God. Fear and doubt. Who's next? <laughs> fear and doubt. Dou- what kind of doubt?
0: Well. You know, there's fear and love and those are the two biggest emotions that mm-hmm. we feel with and somewhere in between doubt seems to bring up the fear. Mm-hmm. And um, a teacher named Pan Lampouchet said tell that uh uh-huh, sure, yeah, beautiful. I saw him in New York Fantastic. not too long yeah. ago for emotional um, emotional rescue. But yeah uh, he says when I asked him a question about doubt, he said it's like a, a run a, a long run on sentence doubt is mm-hmm. our job is to put periods in between mm-hmm. but if doubt stems from fear mm-hmm. i wanted to kind of hear your thoughts on
3: well, i don't know Who stems from what or what stems from what. but so when you say doubt is it, it, you just don't walk you know you don't doubt the sky or the ground and when you look in the mirror you don't doubt that you're seeing yourself or some part of yourself so what doubt are you kind of
0: i think doubt in the belief to know that you're Called to something bigger, and I wanted to know if you ever, re- how you reckoned with doubt on your own path, as being mm-hmm. someone who's still. Okay, a lot and
3: of so people. it's like a spiritual doubt, a questioning. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to start where you are. You, you know. A lot of times people get involved with spiritual life and they think that there's something to achieve and you're going to find a button and push it and everything's going to change. And one thing that's, one thing, first of all, one of the best, the greatest thing about Buddhism, for instance, is that you're not expected to believe anything. You do. You, you can try a practice, and see what happens. You don't have to have any kind of blind faith first. A lot of theistic religions kind of demand that you accept certain things on blind faith, with no just because, and you can't be admitted into the into the religion until you agree to do, like Christianity, Catholicism, things like that. You have to you have to take you have to believe that Jesus, uh, you know. Ascended to heaven, bodily ascended to heaven. If you don't believe in the resurrection, you can't be considered a Catholic. I'm Catholic. Yeah, good yeah, Buddhist. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Guilt, so we can add guilt to the doubt and the fear. That'd be good. I don't have any guilt. <laughs> <laughs> you're Catholic, he said. You have to have
0: it. You're just a
3: So, um, you know, um, you don't doubt that you're alive. You take it for granted. You don't doubt that you wake up in the morning and do whatever you do and you don't doubt that you eat and go to movies and get through the day and go to sleep and wake up. So, who's asking you to accept something that brings doubt? I mean, you, you, you're doubting, so you, you seem to be, well, somebody's demanding something of me and I, I doubt that, that, I doubt that, I have doubts about that. Well, who's that? Myself. So? That's called a thought, you know, you know what you do with thoughts? You let them go. So probably behind the doubt, there's a lot of fear. And what we're really afraid of. One of the things that we're afraid of is finding that life is real. We go through every day as if it doesn't as we were in dreamland, bouncing off the of people, bouncing off the of things, you know, doing this, doing that. And we're never here we, we kind of don't know, we're kind of afraid, what is, what, what's going to happen if I actually look at my stuff, look at myself, look at this stuff, without allowing it to push me around or uh, starting to uh, examine why this stuff is pushing me around. That's the kind of fear we have. We don't know what to expect. And a lot of that comes from an un, kind of unspoken kind of self-loathing that we have that we don't care about ourselves we don't we don't know how to take care of ourselves and uh and all the emotional stuff that we've been through in life up to this moment how do we find a way to not react to all that not to allow it to push us around all the time so there's a lot of a lot of you know a lot of fear involved, we think if we look inside we're not going to see stuff that we like, you know, mm. so we don't look. And we allow the shadows to keep pushing us around. Um, There's kind of two different things going on here, so it's kind of hard for me to kind of... You just wait a second. Okay. Okay. So, you know... You, um, I don't know, you, you seem to have an image of something you have to do and, and that's putting pressure on you. I don't know, that pressure comes from somewhere. You're feeling pressured and, and you're resisting. So you're telling the story of doubt. That's your resistance to getting into this. Uh, you know, there's nothing for you to do. You don't have to do anything. Be happy. That's all. And if you can't, if you find that you can't, Mm-hmm. Then try to find out why. You know, I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no, uh, you don't have to do any kind of spiritual practice, you don't have to do anything. Try to be a good person. And naturally, a, a, a desire to find something deeper will come up in you. Naturally. Because you'll notice that you can't be, you can't extend yourself to people the way you want to. You can't be free of fear. You can't be as as involved in things that you want to be. You're always holding back. So you'll start to notice that more. But nothing's required. You're here. Yeah, you we're already in. We've already been left back. This is this is uh, detention. You know. And then we're you know okay. We've already committed, you know, we've already yelled out in class and now we're here in detention. Mm-hmm. So now there's nothing to do except sit here until it's over. Decay. Okay. So yeah, so in the meantime, you know, you'll notice that you're not enjoying life the way you want to, you need to find out why. The pressure, pressure that you, that's coming from inside of you is, is pushing you around, you know?
0: I think a lot of that was because I lost someone who I loved a lot. And I held on to the sadness and the pain for 10 years. And yeah. mm-hmm. one of the women upstairs said that you shared that you held on to some pain and sadness when you lost your guru for mm-hmm. many years. No, so yeah. what's, what made you want to start healing?
3: I needed to find that love again. And the only place I could look was in here. There was an in, He was not physically around anymore, or so it seemed. So in order to find that, I, I had to find it inside of myself, which meant I had to start. I had to learn to, to love myself, and I had to notice how horrible, I, the horrible way I, I felt about myself, the self-hatred I had, and still have. You know? But there was no option. Yeah, the option was continue to sink. I was already up here, you know another couple of inches <laughs> to be over. So what was the option for me, you know? It wasn't fun. And I didn't want to. I, I had to. When you recognize that you have to, but it's not a vote of your own, it'll happen. You know, the world keeps spinning. Every day people lose people they love and it comes out of the blue sometimes, and you never know. But the love is always here. love did not go anywhere, and you recognize that, and you will recognize that if you think about it. That body might be gone, but the feeling that you had when you were with that body, that love is, is available to you. The sadness is the emotions of the situation. You want something. But you're not gonna get that. But the love is present all the time. That's how I lived. That's what changed things for me with my guru. Like when my father died, you know? I feel my father all the time. The love is right here all the time. I miss him, I still miss him. But I st- can't deny that I feel the love. So you have to look, it's both things. They're both true. You're gonna miss that person maybe forever. But don't deny yourself the love because you miss it. You gotta allow yourself to feel that too. Don't deny that it's not that it's there because you know it is. Yeah. And that's part of learning to let yourself feel something else than just the raw emotion. That you have to you have to kind of it's like a trip, you have to talk yourself down, you know? Okay, all right. I got it. He's not here, I feel bad about that. I really feel bad, I cry. But at the same time can I deny that, I, that the love is still there? Because it is. People don't go anywhere. The bodies disappear, but the people don't go anywhere. Once when I was gonna kill myself, one of the few times, my guru just looked at me and laughed. Ah, we can jump in the river. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He wasn't, wasn't taking my thing very seriously. <laughs> He said, worldly people don't die. This is coming from a siddha, a saint, you know, a fully enlightened being. Worldly people don't die. Things go on? Only Jesus died the real death. That's what he said to me. This is in the mountains of India. I looked at him like, what? And he said, Jesus died the real death because he never thought of himself. He's talking about the death of the ego. Mm. That's the real death. The rest of it is just apparent, it just looks that way. So, these are the, you know, the problem is we've been born in the West with, we have so many Western ideas and our psychology, our psychological shape is, is Western. And it's very small and kind of dark, mm. you know? In the East, they kind of, there's a lot of coming and going. They have a different attitude about it. Yeah, they cry. But they also know that life goes on. So it's a very, much more inclusive kind of feeling.
0: And it makes me think about saying that nothing real is threatened.
3: Nothing Yeah.
0: Nothing In
3: fact, is. you know, when... when uh, I was, I'm just reading this book now, so... Uh, Ananda was the Buddha's attendant. And he was very close with the, the first disciple of the Buddha, Sariputra. Very close. And when Sariputra died, Ananda was destroyed. And the Buddha said, Ananda? Has Sariputra's death taken anything from you? Has he taken you a virtue? Has he taken this? No, you know. So you have everything that person, that you had with that person, is still with you. Just the body's not there, and that's a big thing. It's not nothing. So don't beat yourself up about that. You. teasing you said fear so a lot of fear you know we we, were, we're our parents didn't love themselves their parents didn't love themselves how are we going to learn to love ourselves who's going to tell us our teachers in school our friends assholes like me right they're not going (laughs) to tell us nothing we have to find a way to recognize how programmed we are the program is running that's not who you are it's hard i mean you have to really you know you have to say to yourself this is a program i'm not i'm not going to buy this again and again and again it's it's sometimes you just have to talk yourself down out of this you know you got this thing going on and you go like wait a minute (laughs) <laughs> time <laughs> What is this? It's not easy But you, if, you, if you really sit with a heavy emotion like that Like mm-hmm. fear or anger or something like that mm-hmm. you, can, you can see, first of all How huge it is and how intense it is mm-hmm. And how totally caught you are mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you keep sitting with it And it's hard to do You also recognize that you're feeling it you are experiencing it. There's a difference between it and you. Can you can you go a little deeper there with me? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> um, this is first of all. Let's put it this way: if you, it's very difficult to deal with emotions when they're happening, you cannot. You just all you can do. It's like a wave that just crashed over you. You try to hold on to the shore as best you can. Eventually, it passes. When it's not crashing over you, that's when you do practice. That's when you you build up the muscles, the letting go muscles that can only be built up when you're not in crisis. And then next time a crisis happens, you've done the work, you've done some work. Instead of it lasting 365 days, it lasts 364 days and 23 hours (laughs) instead of a full 365. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. Did the chanting bring up those strong emotions for you? Yeah. Uh It can do that, for sure. Uh Because you're, you know, when you open, Mm -hmm. not only does things come in, but things come out, right? right? You're opening a door. So, the stuff that you've kept in there for how many years, you know, pressed down because it's too much to deal with. Yes. All of a sudden, it it explodes out of you and you can feel all it. That's the best time for it to happen when you're chanting, because when you're chanting, you've got the help of the practice, you've got the help of the the, the 800 other idiots sitting around you making stupid noises. <laughs> you
0: can't even hear. Yourself.
3: Right, and you're one of them. So we're we're one of them. So here we are. The idea is to keep making those stupid noises, no matter what you're feeling, mm-hmm. and gradually that feeling will pass, and you're still making the stupid noises. How incredible! And that's what you've just done is liberated yourself from this emotional trauma at that moment. The next time it happens, there's a a, a kind of a, a DNA memory, spiritual DNA memory of what happened last time, which is you suffered, but you let go finally. So the next time it happens, it happens again, you let go. At the moments you practice when it's not happening, because when it does happen, all you can do is, is get pissed off and, and feel it. There's nothing more you can do. I mean, at the beginning stage, which lasts mm-hmm. 400 million lifetimes. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for most of us, all well, we can we take the time when we're not in in crisis mm-hmm. to sit, to quiet our minds, to try to get here a little bit. Mm-hmm. That pays off the next time something happens, and the next time it gives you a feeling of what it's like to let go when it's when it's a little easier, like it's trying to sail a boat. It's good when it's a nice gentle wind. But when the storm comes up, unless you figure out how to use everything when it's gentle, you, you you can't do anything. And sometimes you can't do anything. The boat just gets blown around until the storm's over. And then you're back up again. So and
0: you've learned how to sail your ship.
3: You've learned how to sail your Let's ship. Yeah. And you've also learned <laughs> When you can't sail your ship and you don't mm. expect to be able to do it in circumstances that are beyond your control, you accept. I'm fucked. <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> Let me check again in an hour. In the meantime, I'll watch TV. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm still fucked. Okay, <laughs> keep on. Uh-huh. So you just live through it. That's all. And the more you live through it, the stronger you get. The more you recognize, whatever comes, you're going to be here. It's going to be okay, even if it doesn't feel like that. A lot of these states that we go into, these feelings that we have, they have this weird quality. And not only does it feel bad at the moment, but the other part of the quality is that it's always going to feel like. Yes, it. absolutely. It so goes with that state of mind. Yeah. That's, and as soon as this state of mind passes, it wasn't always, was it? But when you were in that state of mind, it was always. Yeah. So you start to see that, too. And you don't buy it. You don't buy it. And it's unfortunate when it was very blissful. Oh, it's always going to be like this. Yeah. It's <laughs> gone, you know. So it's like that. Thank you. But practice when you can. Simple. Whatever practice you do. Chant. Watch your breath. Do mantra. Do japa. Meditate. Whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: What's
3: japa? Repetition of the name. Quietly. Oh. You know, Quietly. Under the breath. Quietly by yourself. Quietly. Like meditation. Oh. So you can do that. But. If you're gonna do that, it's good to do it semi-regularly, you know, for a few minutes. Don't try to, you know, sit for three hours. Do it 10 minutes, but give it, do a real 10 minutes. Really give yourself to that 10 minutes, and then forget about it and live your life till you sit down again for that 10 minutes. And you're developing an ability to, to gradually, little by little, have a strength of mind, a, a power, to not be pulled by all this stuff like, like just you know you, you're sinking anchor and uh and then you can see doubt and you know, just as an unending flow of nonsense that doesn't have anything to do with you at all it's quite extraordinary but it all this will come from within it's not it, people can tell you but until you you sit and you look the stuff right in the eye and go nah. and you're, and you're, it comes from within. You get that strength from inside. Thanks. Okay, say hi to your mom. Huh? I
0: will.
3: We had a great time in our house, really. I wanted to move in, actually. <laughs> she told
0: me today that she burned some incense in Boulder and meditated, thinking of you. She hadn't done that in a while. Oh. And she was like, he sat on my Zafu. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Cool. Very good. Mm-hmm. Thanks, nice God. to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. You too. Thank you, Krishna Appreciate it. Thank you, huh?
2: Yeah. Like the cups. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by the Be Here Now Network. Krishna das is renowned for leading kirtan, the spiritual practice of chanting and workshops around the world. For more information about him, please visit krishnadas.com. We also invite you to visit kirtanwalafoundation.org for more offerings dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba. Love everyone, serve everyone, remember God.